Sokaladuma Radio. Hello and welcome to another episode of Sokala Duma Radio. My name is Nkulule Konkeo. I'm your host as always. In this special edition of Sokala Duma Radio, we speak to Tabang Sefatsa, formerly of Roses United in the National First Division, who talks to us about living with HIV AIDS and how to manage it and living healthy, living a healthy life with HIV. Hope you enjoy the conversation and I hope it's informative for you. Are you HIV positive? The sooner you start your ARV treatment, the sooner you can take control of your health and achieve viral suppression. If you are virally suppressed, you lower the risk of infecting other people and contracting other diseases such as TB. So please, start treatment today and be the hero of your health. Test today, treat today, live tomorrow. Brothers for Life, Yenzagahle. We now joined on the line by Tabang Sefatsa, formerly of Roses United in the National First Division. Um, he's a very, very brave man who has shared his story. Um, I'm very grateful to speak to him. Tabang, thank you very much for joining us. How are you doing today? I'm good, sir, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm fantastic, man. Um, look, it's incredible uh, that I get to speak to you um, and you have a story to share. Um, you've been very brave, a, a person who has been aligned with the professional ranks of football, um, diagnosed, diagnosed with HIV, living with HIV, and uh, not being shy to disclose their status. Um, let's take it from the beginning. Um, how did it come about that you had to learn about your status and how did that affect you? Um, and and, and w- what kind of support did you receive from your your support system, your family? Uh, let's start from there. I, I tested in 2013 and then I done counseling with my doctor, but that time was Dr. Khaile was here at Roses. Mm-hmm. And then the support the support I get at home was my auntie, Keke Somali. Wow, that's amazing support. She's so behind me every time. Yeah? She's behind me, that's a lady. Yeah? She's my auntie. She's supporting me all the way, man. Every time I want to do take your medication, I want to go to the clinic care for three years. But yeah, that's, apart from that, she really supported that lady. Yeah, some of yeah, but after I disclosed 2015 on the on TV, I get some those rumors in the SMS, nasty SMS, and then I say, guys, I'm not doing this for myself only. I'm encouraging people to go to clinic test to know their status. So rather than that. There are always those people who are negative. I like now, two minutes ago, when call started calling me five minutes ago, one of my friends said, Big Star, I was here now. See, he was with other guys who take it. I was here to Laduba this week, and then we didn't know your It's one moment he called me, he was in occasion. He was, he was, you know, my same with Thomas Fatsa, and then there we, I didn't uh, put my area because I'm staying in Blue Fonia, Freedom Square. So, she was talking, now it's me, guys, there. But some of the guys say, I hate you, they're really supportive, really supportive. Even when we say the training session in the morning, I couldn't even train. I guess there's some lots of course, so I could not even train. I would I train on afternoon. Mm. And you, you, you've course, just yeah. mentioned, Tabang, that you're not doing this um, for yourself. Uh, but why did you decide to tell the world that uh, you, are, you, you are HIV positive? Because there's a lot uh, of, of, of football players that perhaps would like to do this, but they see that this is a challenging step for them. Um, so why did you decide to do it? Because I've been done with football by that time. 
people are creating a play now. They can't do it. Some of them are supposed to They're scared of break this stigma. Some of them are going to lose their contract. This is a problem number one. They're scared of they're going to lose their contract. That's the one that's the problem with the players. They want to lose, they think they're going to lose their contract. Which is wrong. You cannot lose the contract because of HIV positive. Yeah, I know it's going to be difficult. They hold the difficult. The negativity, the weight. As like my former team, there was such thing like negativity. And then, but we just let them talk and then the law will do their side outside and then They can't. Some of the players are negative, I mean positive. They cannot come. Yeah, because they're still gonna, they're gonna lose their contract with the team. Because they cannot take the players who are sick. Which is wrong. We can, we can even play when we're sick. It's not like we're sick, like we're gonna stay in the home or the whole every day. We go to the clinic, you want to take your medication, come out to the training sessions. Nothing else. You cannot even see me, there's no sign. This one is like HIV positive. There's no sign. I'm just normal like main one. Would you say that uh, there is enough in professional football in terms of support? Uh, if a player was to disclose their status, um, do you think that clubs would be fit enough to provide that support? Uh, would that be sufficient? Uh, would they give you counseling? Would they continue to pay you and so on? I think it could be maybe four or five. I mean, big, maybe, maybe, let's go, maybe it could be seven clubs. The rest you can't, you can't give that support. Because some of the guys they're scared, they, they boss, they will think they're going to infect the players. Because the training will be the most close contact. They'll start judging if this one is positive and then something like that. Mm. And um, let's talk about uh, living with HIV and um, obviously being on antiretroviral treatment. Um, tell me about the status of your health now. How are you? Um, how frequent do you have to take your ARVs? Um, just generally, how's your lifestyle? How has it changed um, with ARVs being part of your schedule now? No, my life is still normal. Uh, my schedule is normal. Every night at 8 o'clock, I, take, I just take a food for a supper. After supper, I drink my ARV. I don't have to drink and move around the street, but I don't drink. You mustn't drink and smoke, right? Eh? It's a two thing. must my, my stop drinking. Normally, I don't drink and then I don't smoke. And then alcohol and then I don't smoke and then that's better than me. But apart from that, I'm, I'm moving my something like a boot camp, girls and the boys, we train them up morning and afternoon, just keep them fit. I also keep myself fit also. Mm. And um, would you, would you, there, there, there is a reality that if someone, um, like you mentioned now, that uh, there are probably players that are HIV positive, um, there are people that wait until the last stages or very late stages um, to seek treatment. What would you say to players that are HIV positive and are not taking treatment or people at large in communities that are HIV positive, they know about it, uh, but they don't take treatment as soon as possible. What would you like to say to them about the positive impacts of being on treatment as soon as possible? I think they, they better always just go to the clinic to get the medication because if you go to a uh, chemistry, you're going to spend some money there. At the end, when you're no longer working, you're not going to afford to get that money to get to buy the chemistry. This is wrong again because People are scared of going to the clinic for these curious what's to do. I mean, clinic. The devil can tell you, brother. I suppose take a picture of the MV clinic. It's a lot of, it's a cure. I send something like two plus or minus three hours. It's a lot there. Eh? I have to take this, uh, I have to send this to t shirt here when you have a t shirt for the pay. It's eight days today. So people are scared to go to clinic. You know, one thing about people, you don't take your condom or say, oh, people don't talk. You go to clinic, people don't talk about your. No, just go there, grab the medication, then let them talk. They won't talk you. But now I'm trying to encourage them. You must not listen to everyone. Must, because this is your life now. 
Mm. So like mm. you die, they want to bury you, then they want to talk again. Mm. And someone who's uh, who's just been diagnosed with HIV positive, you, which HIV, you would say to them that they must start the treatment as soon as possible. Yes, they must start the treatment as soon. As they must not miss the time. Eh? Mm. The doctor will tell you eight o'clock must keep eight o'clock. Could be five percent, half percent, or nine o'clock. Still ailing, and then they must take the medication. And but let me tell them, but last first first three first three weeks, you uh, will for that one. Here is the drug, man. You drug that one. Make you turn back up with this, man. First three weeks, yeah, one with this. And as and, and as, as as you are saying that, Tabang, what would you say to someone who doesn't who is struggling to keep up with their ARV treatment? And they want to stop. Uh, what would you say to that kind of person? I said to them, there's no cure for HIV now. Because when you start, you have to uh, kill this. Uh, we'll break down this TV first. After TV, you could do the ARV until maybe that cure will be there. Now there's no cure for HIV now. You have to treat it until it's not like a land now because we're we'll getting sick and then nice. You see that you're done with the ARV. No, we have to continue. It could be the rest of life until there is a cure. But now because there's no cure, you have to continue them. It's something like it's gonna be your daily routine. Training every night, every month you go to the clinic, simple as that. Mm, Alright. I think that's pretty much that uh, Tabang. We thank you very much for your bravery and sharing your story. Um what would you be your message to the youth out there um about having safe sex and avoiding uh, contracting HIV in the first place? I will say the youth that you know you know the first of season they're gonna be the parties. Please, please, guys, and just, just condomize, condomize, condomize. Don't say maybe somebody wanna say I have this. Uh, I put my, my mom, the mama, to put the implant, something like that. That one is not that safe. It's not, I know it's safe, but for HIV and AIDS, it's not that safe. It's safe for protein is only. But just try to protect ourselves when you use a condom. There's, there's a condom for ladies, a condom for men. Simple as that. Mm, thank you very much, Tabang, for your bravery. We thank you for your time at Sokaladuma Radio. And uh, we certainly hope that your story will be shared across the country and inspire a lot of young children. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you, my brother. And that is Tabang Sefata, formerly of the National First Division team, Roses United in Bloemfontein. We thank him for his time and we thank you for listening to the Sokala Duma special episode. Um, my name is Ngulule Kunkewu. For more of these kind of episodes, you can go to sokaladuma.co.za and the next episode will be next week. Thank you and goodbye for now. Sokala Duma Radio. Sokala Duma Radio.